Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chat and Supplements. This is a series where we explore the vast world of health and fitness supplementation, giving you our thoughts and of course bringing you the latest scientific data as well. This week we take a closer look at a couple of uh, voodoo supplements, as Tom calls them, in apple cider vinegar and ashwagandha. Two supplements that have been growing in popularity recently, probably due to gummy forms becoming wildly available, as well as some known athletes pushing their products. Well, what's so special about gummy form, you may ask? Well, as you'll hear in the opening minutes, drinking apple cider vinegar raw is um, it's an interesting experience. But yeah, form aside, the real question is, do these supplements do anything for your health, fitness and or performance? Well, we break down the common health-boosting claims, including taking a look at some citation pages provided by Golly, a well-known producer of these supplements. Spoiler alert, they are taking the piss with these citation pages. All that being said though, by the end, you should be able to make a more informed decision if now is the right time to be spending your hard-earned money on these supplements. Let's get into this week's episode. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening Tom. How are you? Good, good evening. You confused me when you said good morning because I was like, Jesus Christ. We've got to be more dynamic with our intros now, Tom. We've got people all over the world, mate. I can't. Uh, that can't, that can't is true. Do you know what I've just realised as well? Looking at myself on the webcam, I've not set my clock back. Oh my God. You haven't, have you? Yeah. Wait, just to confirm, hang on, unless I haven't, I've actually time travelled by accident again. Oh, here we go. Conspiracies. Yeah. This isn't in. the first time this has happened. <laughs> yeah. It's actually five past eight. Exactly. Well, for me, it's uh, five past nine. Well, I don't, so, mate. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like time has gone all over the place. Since we had that week off last week, I feel like I just lost all sort of concept of time. Um, you know. well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I accidentally time-travelled again, and I hate it when that happens, you know? Well... Screws with everything. You're back now, Tom. You're back in. We are re-energised. We are refocused. We are excited to be back after only one week's absence. Um, and I'm that excited, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a celebratory uh, drink, and I've got my little drink here. And what have you got? I've got my little. Oh. I've got a fantastic organic apple cider vinegar with the mother. So I'm gonna pour some of this. I've got to shake it first, apparently. That looks shake. like my old piss bottle from exercise. Yeah, don't say that. I've got to drink it now. Um, if you're an audio listener, uh, yeah, well, good luck. If you head over to YouTube, because um, oh, hang on, so if it's a drip feed Ooh, one. I can hear it as well. That sounds thicker than usual. I don't know how much is that enough. Right, that'll be enough. Right, I've got me. So, just to confirm, Bill, what is it you are about to take a sipple upon? I'm doing a celebration shot of apple cider vinegar, and it's oh, going to keep me going for the rest of the podcast. Cheers, Tom. It is. Cheers, mate. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I, that was the reaction I thought it was going to be. Oh, that's awful. How's the, how's the aftertaste? <laughs> You okay? Do we need to stop the podcast? <laughs> My throat's on fucking fire, Tom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you got a backup drink or did you just... Is that the only thing to hand? I went in raw, mate. I've got no you've, backup. You, you, you've not planned this well, have you? You did not mate, Honestly, how do people do that every day? Quick, take a spoon of Marmite to take out the taste. Oh, don't fucking remind me of that. Why is it, why is it always me doing this shit? We didn't, I didn't even lose a challenge this time. I was the only Ooh, one who happened to have some to hand. Because I've got my own beverage. I've got my little sippy, sippy cup. Hang on. I've got like a little remnants of cold tea here. That's going to have to do. There you go. That'll do, Oh, mate. mate. Honestly, that is, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's um, apple cider vinegar, which is obviously what we're talking about today. Um, yeah. <clears throat> fuck my mate, my throat's fucking fire. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew straight away <laughs> there was going to be a bit of an aftermath for this. That's what I actually yeah. use to catch fruit flies in the house. What, apple cider vinegar? Yeah. 
little top tip. This is an official. In fact, I'm going to save this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop right there, Tom. What yeah. is that in your fucking hand? What is that in your fucking what? hand right now? It's my drink. Oh, fuck up. What? If you're uh, if you're listening uh, in audio format, Tom is holding a sippy cup with a creeper from Minecraft on. Well, yeah. It's 3D as well. When you spend all day in the Minecraft library, you need to make sure you've got your beverage. <laughs> Whenever I get sponsored by uh, whoever it is that makes Minecraft, that'd be great. That'd be the most obscure, uh, you know, sponsorship ever. Dear God. I mean, this is what I love about this podcast, mate. There'd be people who are joining us now and they have absolutely no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Powerlifters, Crossfitters, Minecrafters. You know, it's <laughs> quite a diverse range, isn't it? It's diverse range. It is, it is. But yeah, today we're talking about apple cider vinegar and ash- yes. ashwagandha. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm. Um, two quite, they're quite, I mean, they're not similar in terms of like what they what they are, but they're similar in terms of their like... Voodoo-ness. Well, yeah, voodoo-ness we'll call it, yeah. It's quite, both are quite popular in a holistic setting. Should yeah, we, should we so. say that? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean... Now, there are certain like miracle cures people tend to throw out, especially the holistic crowd. <laughs> Excuse me, that's my Minecraft drink. You know, and one of those is yeah, apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar, you know, uh, melts fat. It's part of the fucking alkaline diet. It helps, I don't know, pH your body or whatever. It's part the of the alkaline are. diet, mate. I've just felt like I swallowed a shot of acid. Well, that's what's going on. You're now re-alkalizing yourself like a AAA battery. Yeah, we're going to look at all these uh, all these claims, aren't we? And more- <clears throat> I'm actually fucked, man. Honestly, that's fucked my throat. <laughs> that's probably yeah, I knew this was going to happen as well. <clears throat> I, I, I should have done this at the start. I've made a big mistake. You, you, we have to do some editing, aren't we? Yeah, I'll have to like edit myself out. Or just take on the chin next time and have a backup drinking plan. So right, I'll replace myself with Johnny Depp. That'll do. That will do. That'll work. But yeah, before we before we get into uh, the bulk of this week's episode, we, we want to announce something quickly. We've uh, something we've launched and we've sort of hinted at over the last uh, few weeks, and that is that we have now launched a chat shit get fit Patreon. Um, if you're unaware what Patreon is, it's basically a way for you to support your sort of favourite content creators. Um, if we've got any listeners, that is. Uh, but basically, what it is, it allows you to get more value uh, from them. Uh, from that content so in the case of us we've got three tiers in our patreon uh, patreon at the moment uh, and they are sort of ranking up from just access to our feed live shows q and a's all that good stuff up to all the way to an athlete tier where you get access to train primal the uh, fitness membership uh, you get access to myself and tom once a month for 30 minutes and uh, by access i mean a consultation yeah call, can you please clarify access. that so <laughs> i was not physical. made aware of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can get access to tom in a very private setting uh, but no that's all the way up to the top and then the uh, the middle tier which I think is probably quite a popular one, is you get access to the Minecraft library that we've so we've spoke about many a time. Um, that's what it's now called. That's what it's going to be now. Yeah, we're going to have to change the name of that. But basically, that's where we're going to put a lot of um, sort of PowerPoints where it's going to be sort of key points from each episode. Uh, so you can go back and have a read, uh, just sort of, sort of bite-sized stuff that you can sort of, you know, take action. Uh, so Sorry, but no, note to self, that's actually how we're going to now design our PowerPoints in like yeah. Minecraft format. Minecraft. Yeah, we'll have to, have to yeah. change, have to change that, the that's, template. Off. That's it now. It's done. <laughs> um, but there's loads there's going to be loads of great stuff on there that you can sort of get involved in we've kept it sort of I mean the entry tier is pretty much the price of a, of a cup of coffee you know all it, it basically you get loads from us and it also helps us with the running costs of the podcast as well which you know is, is obviously a good it's, thing it's basically we give you a little bit more out of what you kind of always listen to the podcast but it's also just a really awesome way to kind of support us as well I mean we've done this for over well nearly two years now Bill Nearly two. Well, yeah, about a year and a half, and I would probably thought. Was it about, a year yeah, a year and a half. Well, remember, I've gone forward in time, so. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, but... Yeah, no apology accepted. Um, you know, us time travellers are quite. Yeah, I'll let you off. 
we're accepting people. Um, but no, I mean, it's kind of what the fuck I was talking about now. It's just a way to kind of support us. We've been doing this for a while now. And, um, you know, we've we've never put up a barrier to any of our material and we never will. But if you're one of those people where you want to kind of support us so we can keep doing this, you know, because we've got full-time jobs at the end of the day and uh, we've also got to try and avoid the tax man. So good about Patreon is I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's non-taxable. So, you know, if you want to stick it to the tax man as well, you know, sign up, sign up. I don't know how true that is, but um, yeah. I don't either. To be honest with you, I've, I, I first thought we were doing an OnlyFans and, only for, yeah, we could, and then when you submit a Patreon, the I was like, and a minute, I've been preparing for the wrong platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mate, if the, if, the, if, the people, if the people speak, mate, we'll have to, we'll have to answer. I mean, but yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. be a really good thing for people to get stuck into. Um, we'll hope you see over there. The, the actual website link is uh, patreon.com slash CSGF podcast. So obviously it's the initials of Chat Shit Get Fit. Um, or, or you'll see it in the show notes down below. Uh, it'd be really good to see some of you over there because it's quite personal as well because we're going to be doing said live Q&As, live shows. It'd be just awesome to chat with you. Really. I think Discord as well, maybe. Yeah, we've got a live uh, private sorry, yeah. Discord server. Get more of a personal touch. A virtual touch. Not literally. Yeah, a virtual yeah. touch. That sounds yeah. weirder because, you know, you can uh, get groomed online virtually. You, yeah, you can. That's a good point. We need to be careful, actually, the way we word this. <laughs> get done for not well, that's a That's a different level on the Patreon. Oh, tier four, the secret yeah, that's, tier. That's tier four. <laughs> oh, we don't we call that tier, don't we? <laughs> Jimmy's That's tier. class class A. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's tier. Jimmy's oh, tier. fuck, we can't do that. Well, probably before we move on as well, we'll say thank you to, uh, we've you know, we had our first Patreon. Yeah, we our really first Patreon. announced it, and that is uh, Clean. So thank you, Clean, for being the very first one. You, you'll forever hold that title now as the first Patreon of, uh, or Patron of Chat Get Fit. So thank you yeah. very much. I mean, Clean's pretty, fucking hell, can you hear, just as a reminder, join this recording, it is during Diwali. So, you know, I'm not living back in South London. Those are fireworks you hear. It's not actual machine gun fire. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. But no, big thanks to Clean. I mean, Clean's been with us pretty much since the beginning in regards yeah. to supporting our podcast. Um, she's been on the podcast as well. Twice. Yeah, she's been on the podcast twice. Um, we messaged back and forth every, you know, once in the blue moon. Um, just really, really pleasant person. I'm really happy to have her as our yeah, first Patreon. So, yeah, she's go also Clean. fucking mega on the skirg. Yeah, she really is. Biggest, uh, I've heard biggest. that. You've heard that, have you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a world record book. Right, let's get into uh, this week's episode. So, what we'll do is we'll start with some polls. We had a, you know, I always do a little social media. Well, I say always when I remember. <laughs> I did a social yeah. media poll, seeing if what people have actually taken and sort of yeah, a bit more context. So we'll start with apple cider vinegar. Um, I asked, do you take apple cider vinegar or have you done in the past? And I put any form because you can obviously get it in gummies or like I did, um, raw and unfiltered. <laughs> uh, and no surprise here, 82% of people said no. So not many at all, really, because it's not as commonly used. Uh, I then asked the same for ashwagandha. Uh, and that was more so no, that was 89%. Um, and that doesn't surprise me because I even had someone messaging saying, I have absolutely no idea what that is. Um, <laughs> and then for context then, so I asked people if they did say yes, what do they take? So for apple cider vinegar, I got, basically it was golly gummies, which was the one that came up. Uh, and that's something that we'll talk a little bit more about later on. And that'll be, it's going to feel like we're attacking them the entire podcast, but we're not. It's just because they're quite popular. Uh, and then for <clears throat> excuse me my throat's still on fire Ashwag- ashwagandha um once again it's another golly product because they do do that as well uh and then someone else put no but i've thought about it 
and that's probably for good reason because you do see it a lot. And this the person who sorry sorry the person who said golly gummy is well they added a bit more. So they said from the bit of research I've read, it seems to be more beneficial to men than women, but early days maybe or just marketing shite, which is something we're going to find out today. So that was my little polls there. No surprise really in the the weight uh, of the response. You didn't do any polls this week, did you, Tom? No, I didn't. Never mind. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. We'll leave it. We'll when you're travelling in time, you know, you've got other things on your mind. Yeah, that's a good no. point. Yeah, getting back safely. Exactly. Exactly. I'm still not back yet. But I mean, um <laughs> however, apple cider vinegar in particular is one of those things that's been cropping up around the past couple of years, I'd say. Um I was hoping like the whole Joe you know what? I'm gonna rewind a I'm gonna rewind backwards a little bit here. Because kinda of like the whole BCAA thing, it's not like it oh, it does nothing. It's just that it's maybe not doing the things that people claim it does, you know. As for ashwagandha, I think I pronounced that right. That's been popping, ash- yeah, ashwagandha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure more that's recent, right. isn't it? That's more yeah. recent, I'd say, ashwagandha. That's been cropping up more, more recent, and uh, not just within the holistic crowd, but it's getting more kind of mainstream as well. I think, and that's because I think more research is creeping out about it but not in like plentiful amounts for us to make a kind of like, you know, massive decision on it yet. When it's but we are going to go through what, what is out at the moment. Uh, some, some of it is quite interesting. Some of it is quite interesting. Um, I think we should probably start though, Tom, is uh, have we ever taken any of these products? So I've I've actually taken, I mean, apart from the time I just took apple cider vinegar just, just then, um, I've actually taken Golly before, which is something I mentioned, which is the little gummies. And the reason for that essentially was tear care to me. World's fittest woman, uh, world's fittest, you know, from in regards to CrossFit anyway, as a CrossFit athlete. Oh, she deal. was saying, oh, I take, yeah, well, sh- shut the fuck up, you, all right? So she was going on about it. She kept posting <laughs> it. I kept thinking, I said, oh, this looks quite good. What was it? She, you know, she, she sold it to me. I, I didn't, you know, stop to think that she's a paid athlete and she has absolutely no fucking idea about nutritional fucking science, probably. And um, I guarantee you, she's never fucking taken more than what she did outside of that photo opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I, I got them. But then the funny thing was, I actually changed over to some off-brand Amazon ones because they the golly was quite expensive. So I went, right, I'll go the Amazon ones. Um, and then when I finished that tub, I basically stopped because I started looking into it. Uh, we'll come on to why I stopped, really. Um, ashwagandha, though, I've never taken. Yeah, I've never... I've seen it more recently because Golly started fucking... So Golly obviously advertised everywhere and they obviously started doing it in gummy form. So you start seeing it more. But apart from that, I've never I've never had anything. Have you had anything, Tom? So, I mean, in regards to apple cider vinegar... I've not, I've not taken it how you took it earlier. I have used it before, but as I said, I use it to catch fruit flies. So you know, I mean, usually this is something I'd, I'd uh, save for our tier two of the Patreonage. But I mean, um, what I used to do to catch fruit, because at one point I had a fucking fruit fly infestation in an old property of mine. So what I used to do is fill up a little glass with apple cider vinegar. And Bill, what did it smell like? Not the one I made, obviously no, you weren't there. I'm talking about yours, apple cider vinegar in general. It tastes fucking horrendous. Oh, Sorry, smell it, it smells it, horrendous. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't smell nice, does it? So just Get put a bit of that in a glass with a bit of fairy liquid, a bit of clean from over the top, pop a hole in it. The apple cider vinegar attracts the fruit flies. They climb in for the hole of the clean film, but due to the fairy liquid, washing up liquid... You know, because we're not going to get sponsored by Fairy Liquid, no matter how hard I try, Bill. You know, <laughs> fruit flies can't get back out. So yeah, I have used it, but just not in a nutritional setting. I should have just said no. I haven't used it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that would be like, me lying. Really to anybody, you know, this is advice from a time traveller. You know what, mate? 
people probably find more value more value from that statement than the entire podcast. Uh, exactly. And if you sign to our patronage, uh, I keep saying patronage. It's a fucking medieval farmer. Our Patreon, sorry. <laughs> our OnlyFans, wherever it is. Medieval farmer. <laughs> yeah. And you can find out more little life hacks like this. But no, I mean, um, in regards to taking it, no, I haven't. But as I said, like, there have been so many claims about Apple signing vinegar over the past years. Um, as I said earlier, most in the holistic crowd. There was also the whole alkaline diet crowd because they were talking about apple cider vinegar, you know, balances your pH, etc., which is bollocks because as soon as it gets into your digestive system, your stomach acid is going to neutralise it no matter what. Um, no, I've not taken it. In regards to ashwagandha, Joe White, it's one of those things where I've never taken it before. The more I've read up on it, the more I'm interested in it. Mm. But I don't... I'm basically, I'm kind of like Emperor Palpatine. I'm going to watch its career with great interest. Mm, and eventually, sure. maybe I'll take it depending on what the you know future evidence says in it. But at the moment, I need, I'm one of those people where I want to see things replicated. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Over and over again before I think, Joe, you know what, I'm actually going to go out and spend my... Uh, money on this yeah because to be fair the stuff we're going to go into later on is actually pretty um pretty interesting that's for sure um anyway we'll start we'll start the first one then which is apple cider vinegar which is i can still fucking feel digesting uh in my stomach it's not very pleasant but well it's digesting yeah it's fucking digesting me i'm gonna disappear halfway through uh but no what we'll do is i'll quickly just read out a statement of what it is uh apple cider vinegar is made by fermenting the sugars from apples which turns them into acetic uh acetic i don't know what the fuck that is acid I'm shit at pronunciation on. I should probably just give up. Uh, the, the active ingredient it's the active ingredient in vinegar, basically that that acid I just mentioned. Uh, in the shops, you will see apple cider vinegar labelled as filtered, you know, a clear liquid, or unfiltered, which is the one I had, which contains something called the mother. So if I if, if I do put this clip on YouTube, you can kind of see there it looks like piss, um, and it all yeah. settles it settles at the bottom. So you actually have to shake it before you have it. Um, and basically, the, this one, the unfiltered version, is the one that is mentioned to be the superior one in terms of super-duper health benefits. Um, so you want to get this raw, organic shit, basically. Do you know, one of the claims, actually, I actually heard, and it's... Uh, oh, I actually heard from a personal trainer recently that we should be taking apple cider vinegar to destroy COVID cells. Oh, fuck off. So, you know, when I say how, like, in the kind of, like, pseudoscience holistic crowd you know this is what I kind of mean by you know apple cider vinegar still being prominent within that kind of circle that's fucking yeah. mental that um, anyway as, as we go forward though we're going we're gonna to look at we're gonna, we are going to look at sort of the general consumption of it um, so normally what people would say is take a tablespoon so what I had in my little cup was probably a, probably more than a table it was probably about two tablespoons there. Um, but normally it's 15 mil which is about a tablespoon yeah, 15 mil is usually a tablespoon so. yeah so what we look at now is we look at the things like rise of gummies, etc. We're going to have to sort of look at these these doses, right? So 50 mil is the equivalent to 15,000 milligrams. Yeah, so take that into – remember that figure as we as we go forward because if we look at gummies – so if you even look at high-dose gummy, which is like – gummies are quite low-dose, but if you look at high-dose on Amazon, for example, a, a gummy will have 1,000 milligrams in. Hmm. So you need 15 of those to equal the tablespoon of raw – Apple cider vinegar, which is recommended, which is obviously quite a lot if we then look at products that are sold sort of commercially online where they come in tubs of like 60. Um, even if you get, I don't know, 60 for a tenner, that's still quite a lot you've got to take to yeah. get the same as one tablespoon. I mean, in particular, with this whole supplement series we're doing, I mean, you should probably see the pattern that's emerging by now in regards to a lot of these supplements. It's to do with the dosing, you know, and they're trying to like 
take studies that say, oh, this study says that um, you know this particular ingredient or this particular supplement is effective at X, Y, Z, increasing strength, power, I don't know, making you be able to fly, whatever. But at the end of the day, they then like put in the incorrect amount of dosage that was actually shown in the study in the first place that showed these things and then put them into a supplement and saying, yeah, well, this study showed X, Y, Z, but they're using a completely different dosage. Yeah. So yeah, it's extremely problematic. It's going to be a running through for this episode as well, to be honest. But uh, we'll go into the claims, though, of what they've uh, what these products commonly say. So we'll start with the big one, which is one that always gets thrown around, weight loss. Um, we've spoke about before the sort of basics of weight loss, so being in a calorie deficit, essentially. But we do go into a bit more detail on it. If you want to go listen back to another episode we did earlier in a series, if you've not listened to that yet, that was one about fat burners. That's uh, chatshitgetfit.com slash fatburners. And we do go into a little bit more detail, detail there. But yeah, essentially, the sort of only proven effective way is to be consistently in a calorie deficit it's obviously not as simple as that as, as we spoke about in that fat runners episode but that is that's is basically it so what we want to know is does apple cider vinegar do something to increase our daily energy expenditure i mean it feels like it in terms of the uh the fire i'm currently feeling in my body but um <laughs> stoking your metabolism <laughs> no exactly yeah, i feel like it but obviously to any significance probably not um, but what we do have is we actually have a paper here that um that golly actually cited in the past and they don't actually have anything crazy. on their website now so i know it's crazy right but golly on their website now on the apple cider vinegar section if you go to their citation page there's nothing there at the moment because apparently they're looking for the most up-to-date research apparently ashwagandha's got stuff but apple cider vinegar golly they haven't got anything there but they did have one they say cited in the past which um which i did i kept hold of when i first read it um, and in this study which will also be linked to the show notes they had participants consume 30 milliliters of apple cider vinegar while dieting so they were in a 250 calorie deficit as well compared to a group that didn't hmm. i wonder what made them lose weight that's know, crazy right? um, now there Definitely was actually deficit. <laughs> there was an increase in weight loss in the apple cider vinegar group but it was not by loads obviously because both were in a deficit anyway it wasn't by a lot uh, and the the researchers basically argued that is this um apple cider vinegar suppressing appetite because there has been sort of reports yeah. of that in the past which could have been why they may have been eating slightly less which is why they might have had a slightly higher uh, weight loss overall but that uh, suppressing appetite is obviously very different than lo- inherently making you lose weight it's not yeah. burning fat it's stopping you from eating more which potentially obviously then energy yeah. balance and all that all that good stuff exactly but the important thing uh, the main issue sorry with that with that uh in particular study which is it's great they're obviously putting citations on their website they've got one there which you know shows a potential extra weight loss but it's a dose so they use 30 milliliters in that study golly gummies contain 500 mil uh 500 milligrams sorry per gummy so you need to consume the entire tub <laughs> to hit that dose uh used in that study which was only well, wasn't even that significant of weight loss so when they say like you know an effective uh, so, a dose basically what it means one serving one serving mean a tub yeah so you have to <laughs> consume an entire tub of golly and to even get then, that dose in the study the effects that come out of it whether it be appetite suppression or you know it wasn't significant it loss, wasn't massive yeah it wasn't that, huge yeah exactly that like is it even significant enough to matter and they were doing this over time, right? It was I can't remember the exact uh, time scale, but it wasn't like a day or a week. It was a good few weeks. If you happen to do, if you happen to consume a tub every for a few weeks, and they're like sixteen dollars a pop, that's gonna fucking rack up, isn't it? You're gonna be spending hundreds of dollars on these gummies just to yeah. fucking lose it. I mean, you might as well just be in a deficit. I mean, this kind of reminds me of the whole ages ago. There was that other miracle kind of you know fucking <laughs> supplement that came out that was been um, you know equated to basically weight loss and it was a oh 
Garcinia Camboga, I think I've pronounced it right, or Cambodia or something like that. And they were saying, oh, there was, in this study, people that took this supplement, you know, they lost they lost weight or they lost more weight than the other uh, control group. But actually, in the small print, they were just in a calorie deficit, you know. In this study, obviously the study you mentioned, that one in particular, you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to be losing weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both, I mean? the, well, the good thing is if they compared it to both groups who were both in a deficit, just one took the apple cider vinegar as opposed to the other one didn't. And it wasn't massive, it wasn't significant, really. But even the then, yeah. when it was both groups were in a calorie deficit, was was it a significant change, you know? I mean, let's be honest. If, if you're out there listening, you think, oh, okay, maybe I do want to you know a little bit suppress my appetite and help out you're better off swigging 30 mil but after if you you know heard me at the start i wouldn't recommend it <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah. very nice uh, i wouldn't recommend it it's uh one is just you're placing your focus on other things and two it's, it's just not worth your time effort or money quickly i don't know if we mentioned if we we're going to mention this later but dental health is something that comes up a lot of people who regularly yeah. su- uh, do shots of this stuff obviously it's the quite acidic um, it can do sort of damage to your teeth. I'm not a dentist, so I don't know the fucking ins and outs of it. But yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I w- if, you, if you care about your dental hygiene, I probably wouldn't be swigging shots of it every day. I mean, it is acidic at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> mm, yeah, of course, mm. yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the next one then, which is uh, gut health, which is another one. So bloating, probably being one of the the sort of big ones. Uh, we've basically got limited direct evidence to sort of back that it you know relieves bloating because bloating can be very subjective to individuals in it um but there are sort of specific situations where there could be a benefit in theory i might add this is you know all theoretical um because as we've said it's quite it's naturally acidic if you've got a situation where you've got low stomach acidity it can obviously help bring that acidity back up again which can then perhaps relieve the symptoms of bloating but that's a very individual basis i mean i'd be i'd argue not many people know what the acid levels are like in their stomach. It's not something that's common knowledge. Like if you walk down a similar street, do you know what the levels of acidity are in your stomach? They'll be like, yeah, mate, fucking 24.3. It's not going to happen, is it? So unless hmm. unless your doctor specifically told you you've got low stomach acid, there's no reason for you to know that. So it's pretty irrelevant. And even then, something like apple cider vinegar isn't going to change that, your acidity, because your body's kind of got like its own thermostat at the end of the day. It regulates itself. And if you use, if if you're pH balance, let's say, was to start going up or down, as we kind of mentioned way back five years ago on the alkaline diet episode. You know, um, bear in mind, I'm a time traveler, so it is five years. That's not yeah, even yeah, a joke. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, of course. Of course. Let's be evidence based here. But, you know, if you were to change your pH, you would, yeah, you'd probably combust. Well, something less dramatic, but basically it wouldn't be good for you. Yeah. yeah it your body be is well adapted to regulating its own pH levels. As well as linked to bloating as well, we've got something called gastric emptying rate, which I think I've spoke about earlier in this series. And that essentially is, is if that's slower, that can lead to things like bloating as well, because you obviously, it, that we, I can't remember what episode I spoke about it in, but basically having a slower gastric emptying rate can lead to digestive issues. And we've actually got two papers here that show um, those of conditions such as gastroparesis or paresis, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, apple cider vinegar will actually slow down the rate that food leaves your stomach, which actually lead to things like bloating. So that that's showing the complete opposite. We had two studies which yeah. showed the complete opposite um, of what people have said it actually does, which is obviously not a good thing. But that's obviously with that condition, a specific one. So once again, we, I've spoke about two things there, which are very context dependent, the stomach acidity, and then obviously that condition, which yeah. they've obviously tested it on. We've also got something here about 
organic cold pressed apple cider vinegar. Oh wow! Now that sounds like a money maker, doesn't it? It does, mate. It does. But yeah. wait till you hear this next bit. Go on. It may contain probiotics, which is also another money maker. Um, but it's not clear if the type of probiotics in apple cider vinegar actually have an impact on our gut health because it's obviously very different. Uh, we are going to do an episode, I think, on probiotics at some point. But essentially, it comes down to things like if you even need them in the first place because people will take probiotic products without even needing them. So it's essentially like what have you said before, Tom, throwing water on yourself in the shower. What's in a shower, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But basically, there's no there's no strong evidence out there which shows apple cider vinegar uh, will improve gut health uh, for general populations anyway. We've spoken about yeah. a couple of obviously context stuff there, which it can make a negative or positive impact. But yeah, for general population, there's no strong evidence. Basically, what I'd say on gut health. I mean, it's only a, a small amount of time before like Noco brings out their own apple cider vinegar. You know, can really isn't it? <laughs> Three hundred and thirty mil, which is pure raw, yeah. unfiltered. Exactly. The pit the dose, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's in the dose, isn't it? It's like two hundred fifty mil can, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot, mate. Yeah. Yeah, whack down a couple of gummies and off you go. You have no teeth left. (laughs) Oh, God, don't. Knockout's horrendous anyway. You know, that's another ship that's out. We're never going to get a sponsorship there so we can slag them off. We lost that one on the BCAAs episode. We burnt that bridge well early. (laughs) That's why we need need Patreon. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Burning too many bridges. Everyone accepts our listeners, it seems. Yeah, apparently so. Bit of positivity here, though, Tom. We've got heart health. So... I mentioned that study earlier, right, where they had 30 mil. They had 30 mil, one on a 250 deficit. Well, they also found that the ACV group had significantly better cholesterol and lower triglyceride levels after 12 weeks. There you go, 12 weeks there on that study for fuck me. Mm. Um, beyond this, though, there isn't really much evidence specific to ACV and sort of heart disease in humans. Uh, there are a few studies which found uh, improvements when they looked at vinegar as a whole. So not apple cider vinegar specifically, but just vinegars as a whole. Um, and there are also a few other human studies as well. Overall, though, it seems like there's potentially potential benefit. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there was the better cholesterol on the lower triglycerides, but it's lacking in a solid base of human studies. So, yeah, it's kind of, and if we look at the doses as well, 30 mil, I think once, once you see that dose, you've just got to accept that's not a commercially accepted dose. So it's pretty irrelevant. I mean, I've found three separate studies on the triglycerides where, yeah, they showed that there was a noticeable, dis- a noticeable difference. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, noticeable. Blah, blah, blah noticeable difference for those taking 15 mil and 30 mil groups but then at the same time they also found one where uh, yeah there was actually a small increase in triglycerides oh really well, so that, that so shows you the inconsistency do you see what I mean a lot of it is inconsistent with this research it makes it difficult to make be sort of once confident. again this is why I like what I said going to ashwagandha a little bit here but like I said earlier I want to see things replicated and I know it frustrates people when people see a study that it feels like deja vu, where it's like, well, we already know this. I've already seen something similar. You actually want studies to be replicated over and over and over again because the slightest bit of difference or the slightest human error can completely change the results. You know, if we've got 10 studies and nine out of 10 of those are pointing in the same direction, that's a good indicator of what way you want to lean in regards to your belief system, let's say. Move on to the next one then, which is immunity immunity and the immune system so this one's a bit more animal study galore so it obviously weakens the evidence, uh, the evidence significantly but a quick note on this one though because apple cider vinegar is obviously very acidic as i said it can actually kill bacteria and fungi which is obviously linked to immunity and immune system which is where people cling on to yeah <laughs> um but this has only been tested in laboratory studies um 
So, but although this, <laughs> these studies is quite interesting, it basically suggests that ACV may have applications as a cleaning agent. <laughs> so I think, Tom, seal it bang, ACV Christmas edition. De- yeah, there you go. Christmas edition. Now we're talking. Now that's we're the talking. big sponsor. Yeah, that's the big sponsor. Seal it bang, get on us. We'll make it happen. It's a good point, though. Yeah, technically, it probably would be a good cleaning product. Very expensive one, but... I'm actually trying to think if I've actually done that before, like to clean off the lime scale of my sink or something. <laughs> I can't <laughs> remember. I, I've definitely caught fruit flies, though. So we've also got some studies on fish and then some on rodents, but obviously these can't be directly applied to humans, so we can't really you know, use those in terms yeah. of like, the immunity anyway. So basically, overall, there's no convincing evidence that consuming apple cider vinegar will boost your immunity. I mean, when it comes to rodent studies, etc., or animal studies in general, a lot of it is to do with the dose as well. Because at the end of the day, the dose that they give an animal has to be kind of like mathematically calculated to well, what would affect us as these massive 80, 90, 100 kilo fuckers. Yeah. I mean, if you gave like a whole gummy, you know, an apple cider vinegar gummy, a golly, to, to, uh, to a rat, you know, a, a, a small field mouse, yeah, they'd be sm- that is like you eating like a cake's worth of it. Mm. Yeah. That's what people always forget, don't they? When we always slag off animal studies, it's like, yeah, but. Well, why? <laughs> We're very similar to mice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live, yeah, I've seen one again, yeah. mate. Fucking hell. I've seen your cheese order. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah, fucking hell. State that. Uh, we'll move on to a bit of a bonus one here, though. This is a, quite an interesting one that comes up. It's skin health, right? So, obviously, people always want to have great, great looking skin, but sometimes it gets associated by having apple cider vinegar will improve skin. But I've actually found a paper in direct applications. This is actually applying. I'm not going to do this on camera, by the way, so don't ask. Um, so, a, 20, a 2019 paper involving people with eczema soaking one forearm in diluted apple cider vinegar and the other, wa- and the other in water daily for 14 days found no improvement. That sounds like some weird, uh, you know, Third Reich experiment, doesn't it? Yeah, but there was no improvement. And in the same study, mate, those using the apple cider vinegar opposed to the plain water actually reported irritation, which doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Dipping but... your arm in acid for 14 days opposed to just plain water. <laughs> so... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Cool. Imagine a stink as well. Whew. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think, mate, where we get the reports of it helping skin health, either you're in a very minimal part of the population where there could be something in there which is great for your specific skin type or people are just correlating two things together exactly that you know what i mean it's, it's, it comes down to that that people need to remember that obviously we say it every set time again you know correlation doesn't always equal causation just because you're taking these gummies does not mean that because you've stopped getting spots it's because of that they yeah. could have done something there's loads of other things which you know could be coming into play i mean it, for, uh, you know it could be right it, you could be one of these specific people where you've got skin type alpha bravo charlie 2 and that skin type could be you know beneficial with apple cider vinegar but is, is that a real spectrum or we just made that up <laughs> i just made up mate i've no idea but no as it stands though for general populations apple cider vinegar and skin health it looks like directly applied could cause irritation consuming it yeah nothing so in conclusion yeah. <laughs> in conclusion yeah uh yeah one thing well before we move on to the ashwagandha ganda thing whatever it is um is that golly do add some more stuff in their products so they're not just a gummy of apple cider vinegar they actually add some b vitamins in which we spoke about before on the mm. vitamins episode uh, which yeah great if they've got them in but if you're already getting it, it's pointless uh they also add organic pomegranate and beetroot wow very flavorful wow wait i mean them two ingredients alone make it worthwhile as Tom sips from his Minecraft sippy cup. But I, like, if I'm being honest with you, like, Golin specifically, the dose in that in them products, you'd have to be knocking loads back to even get them potential minor health benefits. And then again, the extra stuff they've thrown in 
it's not it's nothing to mega. I mean, the B vitamins, oh, fuck, it's not worth buying golly for B vitamins. I mean, pomegranate kind of and like, beetroot. Here we go. What we all kind of said with like multivitamins, etc. It should be something you'd be trying to kind of get for your natural diet anyway. And I, I get it. I do honestly get it about the whole like it's, it's sponsored by. There's a lot of top athletes out there, and a lot of top people who will promote things like this. And I, I do get it. But let's be honest, they're not a top world class athlete because of apple cider vinegar. I mean, gummies is one of those things as well where it's a bit of a. It's still kind of like a a niche gimmick. Mm. You know, you could buy anything in powder form or drink feel, uh, form nowadays. Gummies, so things like the gummy vitamins, etc. Gummies in nice general. As well. Yeah, yeah they sure. do. They taste nice. And they might even give you like a little tiny performance or placebo boost mm. just because you're simply having a, a gummy. You know, yeah, that's true. You're, you're, mm. getting, you're getting carbohydrates into you before you're, you're, you're Murph. Yeah. But, well... We'll keep an eye out. I mean, as I said, Golly's currently updating their uh, citation page, so we'll see what they come out with uh, when they do finally release some new stuff. We'll see what how it comes up. But at the moment, yeah, nothing amazing. Nah, keep it for catching flies. We'll move on then to Ash Gawanda Ganja Ganda Landa, um, which is Ash Ganja, yep. Ash Ganja, Ash Waganda, yep. Ash Waganda, um, You've you've spelt it wrong in the show notes, Bill. Yeah, I've done it on purpose, mate. I put it in bracket. I put it in brackets next yeah, to it. Yeah, and then yeah, you I put did it on it correct spelling. Yeah, of course. Because that's what people are going to pronounce, aren't they? But yeah, oh, well, it's anyway. just going to be confusing now, isn't right. it? Right. So what is this this thing? So basically, it's actually a close relation to the uh, the root of Roger, which is found in the outskirts of Bolton <laughs> in England. <laughs> Get the fuck out of me. No, I'm joking. Uh, if this is your first episode, you probably have no idea about that reference. But yeah, that, that was a joke. Um, really, it's an, annu- it's an annual evergreen shrub in the Solance or nightshade family that grows in India, the Middle East and parts of Africa. So as you can see, when we talk about the studies, it will come clear where a lot of these studies are actually done because of yeah. where it's from. Um, and they're commonly bought in capsule form, but Golly has recently brought out the gummies because as Tom said, it's becoming a bit more of a, a gimmicky thing to have a gummy of everything. Yeah. Good for us though this time, Golly actually has a page listed with citations backing numerous health claims, which is really good for us to get stuck yeah. into. Um, we'll start one of the big boys then, because actually there's quite a lot on this one, and that is performance. So we've got a paper here from 2021, so really recent, and it's titled Effects of Ashwagandha or Withania Somnifera, which is what it's um, mm. really called, apparently. And it's on physical performance. It's a systematic review and a Bayesian meta-analysis. Um, Bayesian meta-analysis is essentially something that's a bit more mathy. Uh, it's growing yeah. in use quite a lot. It's actually become quite more popular from what I've seen online anyway. But yeah, it's a bit more... How would you describe it? They, they kind of like try and predict stuff more. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially what it is. But yeah, if you want, if you know more about it, Google it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's still it's still obviously a good uh, good form of data. So they only used placebo controlled papers in this uh, in this uh, study, which is obviously a good thing to use because if you're not yeah. prepared to placebo, then there's loads of bias involved. And doses exactly. ranged from 120 milligrams to 1,250 milligrams a day, um, which actually isn't too hard to consume in commercially sold doses, which is a good a good thing to see anyway. The included studies revealed that ashwagandha supplementation was more efficacious than placebo for improving variables related to physical performance in healthy men and female. This includes things like strength, power, CV fitness, fatigue, and recovery. So essentially, from that paper there, uh, it may help. Uh, yeah. However, we have to look at some limitations here because every paper will have you know, some sort of limitations, and they basically come out with this systematic review and meta-analysis had certain limitations. The low number of studies published to date, as Tom said, there's not been that many. 
we limp obviously there's some other bullshit you don't need to know about um and there also there were considerable differences in the exercise training experience among the participants included in the analyzed studies so that makes it very difficult as well to be conclusive because the fact there was differences i mean different exercises different mood i mean that all takes into a you know that that will make a big impact basically on the results um yeah and did, was it this paper what, what paper was it was it this one where you saw the conflict of interest as well Oh, that one was actually a paper that was linked via a blog post, which was then oh. linked via Golly, yeah. And straight away, like, um, <laughs> the conflict of interest was, yeah, it was something out of this world. Like, all of the all the researchers involved were all involved in, like, a... Ashwagandha product. Herbal nutritional companies. So, straight away, like, yeah. Look, I'm not saying that you've got to sweep their findings under the rug straight away, but straight away, that does ring alarm bells to me. But this this paper here though we started this one because it is it, out of all of them probably it, it seems to be quite yeah it's quite good I mean it's not it's not super super fucking amazing but it shows as Tom said it's, it means you can't rule it out yeah. in that regard because there is obviously some positivities uh, positives to be taken from that I mean one thing I do want to kind of go with is what you kind of said earlier about like not that many studies so there is a caveat to this now in regards to physical performance there isn't as much as what would make me one hundred percent confident on this in regards to its claims so. Oh, did you hear my work phone go off then? Do I do I check it? Do I see if the gym's on fire? I need to because I know my, my boss watches this podcast. So if he doesn't see me checking right now, that means I get the sack. Oh, sorry, he's just sending me a TikTok. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> as I was carrying on. Um, yeah, in regards to actual like sport performance, so kind of exactly what you said there, like, things like power, etc., uh, you know, anaerobic performance and strength, etc. There is evidence, there is studies, not enough studies, replicated studies, like I mentioned with apple cider vinegar, where um, I'm confident on its effects. Yet. It's something I'm taking interest in. It is something I'm taking interest in. I'm not going to take it for sports performance, but it's something that I'm going to look forward to reading more of in the future with an open mind, let's say. Just want to quickly note that that first paper I just mentioned wasn't one of the ones Golly cited, probably because it's quite new, so I haven't got to that one yet. But um, the the next one is also about performance, uh, and this one is one Golly did cite, and this one's reference athletic performance, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff again. So this one is the effects of ashwagandha with Ania Somnifera again on VO2 That's max. good pronunciation, Bill. I just right, want to say well done on that. I'm getting good at these, aren't I? You are. A systematic review and meta analysis 2020. So this paper found that ashwagandha supplementation might improve the VO2 max in athletes and not non-athlete people. However, further research is needed to confirm this hypothesis since the number of studies is limited, once again, and the heterogeneity, so that means the variability, was high, which is obviously not a good thing. You don't want you don't want a lot of variability in your results, in your findings, because that throws things off fucking massively. You should be like, well, is it, yeah. you know, <laughs> what, what, what is the result? Um, the doses in this paper range from 330 up to 1,000 milligrams a day. Yeah. Interestingly, though, so Golly have cited this paper, right, which the minimum they use is 330. Golly Ashra products have 150 milligrams per gummy, and it's recommended that you take two a day, which is 300 milligrams. So they're citing a paper which is higher dosed than what they recommend, which is quite interesting because mm. if that's not – I wouldn't be happy with that. If you're if you're citing a paper which used them, you'd at least try and hit the minimum. You'd try yeah. and hit the scientifically proved, well, not proved, but the scientifically suggested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah suggested. Scientifically suggested. Oh, suggested no, yeah. dose. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that I thought that was an interesting observation. That uh, the second paper they cited suggested it may improve VO2 max levels during the twenty meter shuttle test. Uh, this one was forty nine subjects. 
Mm. Uh, dosing was 300 milligrams taken twice daily to 600 milligrams so it's double the recommended dose they say uh, so you'd need four gummies a day to match it so once again they're citing a, stu- a study which takes which requires more than what they recommend in their products which once again yeah brilliant um i just want to note though due to limited cross-section of the population considered in that study the findings may not generalize to all populations so further studies are needed to validate those findings um, and i've noticed a lot of these studies they seem to be done in like the india region on Indians, and that's obviously a one population, and you can't yeah. you can't generalize it sort of globally based on one population. Because other things can affect your findings, whether it be your, yeah, course, your yeah. diet, etc. The environment just, in your location, like fucking go China, mate, fucking smog. Dear yeah, God. yeah, honest but to that, God. But this it's is true. this is why it's, this is this is why it's important that you when you when you get these studies, yeah. they obviously they they're everywhere, so you can get so a good solid you need to test with as many variables as possible: gender, male, female age ranges as i said people keep getting pissed off that it seems to them in their mind that studies are being replicated all the time so i will tell some we don't know just simply because they've now tested resistance training in people above the age of 50 and it's like well, this isn't the same studies that you keep getting you know thrown in your face we're now doing it in different populations so to speak and exactly like this as well we don't just want to see things in one population we want to see it worldwide where different genetics can play a role you know fucking you know how much sunlight you might get you know does your diet which let's be honest with you when you come to places like you know uh, the east and the west etc makes a massive difference as well yeah we to constantly replicate this stuff constantly i'm in a bit of a rage at the moment because i keep seeing people complaining about replicated studies so yeah i'm yeah. on a rough one tonight uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to the next one, which is sleep. So we spoke about sleep quite a lot in the past. It's, it should be one of the basics in terms of like your recovery and, and your health. Um, and I'd really recommend. We actually had a really good conversation with a coach, Dean Hammond, about this. Um, and he went over things like the power down, power down hour, which is like an actionable plan you can take to really improve your sleep. And um, that's yeah. over at chatshitgetfit.com/sleep. Uh, so I'd probably recommend yeah, go listen into that if you want to hear sort of our thoughts on sleep um, and why you should be looking at the basics before you even think about taking anything. Um, yeah to help your sleep but if you really want to take something like ashwagandha for example we'll have a look and see if this uh this bad boy can actually hurt uh, to actually do anything so we've got a study yeah. here from 2019 and the subject size was 60 with a dose of 300 milligrams taken twice daily so 600 milligrams again um yeah brilliant how i just love how they keep citing shit which has got more than they recommend but yeah that's mm. life just want to make a note though there are other products which do contain more um ashwagandha so bulk for example you might have heard of bulk powders they do an ashwagandha yeah product which has 500 milligrams in each capsule i've seen one where it's 960 yeah so some of them will have higher dosage so that obviously you could take this is another reason why i want um i want to see so much more replication these studies so we can kind of find out what what dosage does what depends on what our goals are so okay i want to lower anxiety okay then i want to be taking this amount of dosage oh i want it for sport performance in which case i'll be taking this amount of dosage yeah that's what we need so that's yeah. yeah Uh, but that but that study it you know the sample size was large enough to extract some sort of you know statistical inference yeah. and it did but it wasn't basically enough to draw a you know a general conclusion that we can sort of generalize for for you know the entire population but it it showed a bit of a difference but once again it's enough you should be looking at the basics first before you start taking things like this which aren't concrete um and then i want to just add on to this so they linked another study on sleep as well but comically i mean this is just fucking outrageous now the second link is the exact same fucking paper, 
but just on a different website. I kid you fucking not. It's the same study, but it's a different website. So you know, like you'll get Springer or you'll get PubMed. It was like literally like that. They had, the, they had one on PubMed and they had the same website. It's like you've literally just fucking got a different website and you've boxed mm. to bulk out their citation page. I think that's just fucking. They don't expect people to click it. Yeah. Well, you know what it does reinforce, Tom? It reinforces that you said the limited amount of papers really out there that they've had yeah. to then re- they've had to literally copy and paste it. The exact same to thing to bulk out their fucking citation page, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, pfft. I know exactly what the issue is, and it is that we live in a society. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> we need to get a t-shirt sorted and get it for our patrons. That's what we need. Yeah, can we get sued by the Joker? To be fair, he, he never make... actually said it, did he? Nah. Not in the nah. actual cinematic nah. release, no. Not in the cinematic. Yeah, it's a trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a bit of a touchy subject, isn't it? Well, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Okay. We've said it. We've said worse. We've said it. We said have. Worse. But um, yeah, just to quickly conclude sleep, really. I mean, I get the whole appeal to nature, fucking fallacy and all that. We've taken some, you know, root, which will fucking help you sleep. But <laughs> let's, let's be honest. If you are suffering with things like insomnia, I can appreciate it. it might be, you don't want to turn things, but just go see a doctor because there'll be things out there which are actually backed, which are there made to help you with things like insomnia. Mm. And ashwagandha at the moment. Isn't what you say? What? <laughs> that sounded Morphine. rapey. What? Morph- <laughs> Morphine. Oh, <laughs> Horlicks. Oh, God, here we go. Horlicks. Well, it's true. Have you fucking ever had a mug of Horlicks before bed? Oh, that did, yeah. shit knocked you out. What did you mention that past episode, Horlicks, when it was something completely different and you said it like... I might have. I might have been after a uh, sponsorship. <laughs> That's <laughs> when we were just casting our net into the ocean, seeing what we could dredge out for sponsors. <laughs> We've been for them, haven't we? We had Sports Direct for you fucking months ago. Yeah, to be fair, we wouldn't mind a big sports direct mug. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to the next one, and this one is heart function. So, I mean, fucking, this is just typical. This is just comical, right? So, Golly has literally cited the same fucking study again, but in different format. So, study one and two, once again, the exact same paper. But what they've done is they've used one, the earlier one. They've used the one they cited earlier about VO2 max. They've used the same study in heart function section, but they've done it twice. Mm. I mean, you're taking the fucking... So, they've used the same study three fucking times in three different links. Uh to back up a, I mean, they're just <laughs> taking the piss now, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, sorry to say, but I'm just flicking through some of these studies and there is actually one study that shows a a reduction in uh, OCD. A reduction in OCD? Yeah, a reduction in OCD. It does say paper. that the study needs replication, which once again confirms my thoughts on it as well. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Speaking of OCD, the next one is memory. So they've got one study which they uh, quoted, it was behind a paywall, but thanks to the super duper Minecraft library, um, I got full access and I'll be honest, it's pretty underwhelming. Uh, they only, they looked at uh, numerous memory tests uh, and they compared it to a placebo, which is obviously a good thing. Um, but it was only better in some areas and it was fairly inconsistent. So uh, the dose, once again, was 600 milligrams taken, twi- uh, 300 taken twice to make 600. But yeah, it wasn't very consistent. Once again, yeah, that would need replicating. Uh, but yeah, memory, not great. And then yeah. finally, we'll talk about weight management. So obviously we did that one at first for apple cider vinegar. We'll do this one last for ashwagandha. Uh, so one study Golly cited is more actually about reducing stress than it is about weight management. But as we know, yeah. stress can you know, have an impact on, on weight management. Yeah. Uh, and they basically discussed how limiting stress can reduce things like overeating, which is obviously a common thing when people gain weight. Um, it was a small study though, but it basically concluded that it may be helpful with those with chronic stress. So what I note that that's just quite a specific, I mean, just because you're stressed because you've had a hard day at work, is a bit different to chronic stress. Chronic stress is obviously a bit more serious. So I was just going to say, even in regards to things like, uh, you know, sports performance and stuff like that i mean one of the biggest when we talk about things like load management 
it's not just literally let's just say in training it's not literally just the weight you're lifting load management is also other stressors so things like yeah anxiety stress and stuff like that you know even when we talk about injury one of the things that can affect that is stress you know so you know if you could take something like ashwagandha which might lower your stress levels or your anxiety etc then you know technically that could be a part of managing well load management as well so it's something to consider i mean when we're talking about um I mean, the one study here I kind of saw in regards to what we talk about with dosages, etc. In regards to lowering anxiety, I mean, this the conclusion was basic. Yeah, 600 milligrams of ashwagandha extract, full spectrum. So it's important I mention that. For 60 days in persons with chronic mental stress, was able to improve all tested parameters and reduced serum cortisol by 27.9%. So what I like about that, it wasn't just subjective. It wasn't like they just said, I want to scale 1 to 10, like how fucking stressful do you feel now? They actually measured cortisol and it was reduced by 20, uh, 20 nearly tw- yeah, that's well, good. rounded that- up twenty eight percent. So I quite like that. So a good good point. I want to follow on from that. You said obviously they measured cortisol was more accurate. Is this paper here when they said about the chronic stresses? They actually mentioned that for future things, it'd be useful to measure additional parameters such as serum, leptin, and ghrelin levels involved in appetite regulation. Yeah. Because if they can measure those, if you'll see a reduction in those or an increase, whatever, you can then actually that's get a clear indication. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're like, okay, well, your actual levels have changed to show that your appetite's been reduced. Something physical has changed. It's no longer just yeah, something- buyer's bias. Yeah, but, yeah buyer's yeah. bias. That'll just, there you that, go. Some something that, actual has changed. So hopefully, like you said with the cortisol one there, where they actually showed a real change, hopefully they could do the same with appetite regulation, which then, you know, yeah. if that gets repeated, then maybe at the moment there's obviously nothing like that, so we can't obviously say... That's the thing. We need more replication of these studies. So as I said, like... I'm, for anxiety and stress, it's something that I know maybe I would kind of uh, try it out. In regards to direct sport performance, in regards to direct sports performance, it's something I, you know, if I've got the money for it, I could consider it and see what happens. I'm not going to place a bet on it just yet to say that it does It's not do magic. Something. It's not magic by any means. Yeah. But I would like to see more stuff on this. It's something that I'm going to, you know, put more interest in keeping an eye on. Yeah, I'll keep it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be a pleasant surprise. Just to wrap things up there with the golly citations, they also cited some stuff for vitamin D because their particular product does have vitamin D in, but it's irrelevant to ashwagandha. So we're not even going to go. We're not even going to go into that. Uh, you can take vitamin D in other forms. You haven't got to buy a fucking golly gummy for that. Yeah, golly um, just sounds like an awful company. Let's be honest. I mean, overall, in both of them, really, in terms of apple cider vinegar and ashwagandha, I feel like the whole thing is an appeal to nature slash athlete slash marketing fallacy. I've also just read that they made an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. So it's straight like, away, this can get in the bin. It's a, a lot. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a lot of it is appealing to these authority figures and the authority of Mother Nature itself. <laughs> with gummies. You know what I mean? As you with do. Gu- yeah, with gummies. Yeah. yeah, you get gummies in the forest, mate. You know what <laughs> Yeah, of course you do. They grow in bushes. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I totally get what people. I, I totally get what people get, mate. And I'm only saying that because I fucking fell for it as well. So yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I love gummies, but I just, just, just plain old gummies. I like yeah, a, I'd around spend sixteen dollars for a tub. No, I like around trees, fruit pastel as much as the next. But we'll keep we'll keep an eye on this uh, this area because this, uh, things always come out. I mean, we did a, we did a CBD too. Maybe we'll do a, an Ashra ACV too. Yeah. If things change, or if I get into another Twitter argument, let me turn my dials and I'll let you know in five minutes. A quick time I'll come back like Terminator, like fucking 
we'll pull back in time and I'll go, we've got to turn back the clock. We've got to stop researching ashwagandha. It's done something to, I don't It's like the Y2K bug. It's making planes fall out of the sky. We've got to stop taking ashwagandha. We've unlocked something we wasn't supposed to unlock <laughs> off sixth sense. But no, I am interested. I think we'll wrap up there. Um, so before we head off this week, just obviously a reminder, if you want to get involved with us on a very personal level, I'm just going to make it sound really really creepy now. Uh, we've we've got our, uh, obviously, Patreon, I said there, it's www.patreon.com slash podcast, or you can just search chat shit, get fit in Patreon, and we will pop up. You'll see our lovely little bright logo, uh, and you can join us there uh, for whatever tier you want. I mean... It'd be awesome for just yeah. everyone to basically get involved with the, you know, the what's it called? No longer a normie is the tier, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, entry tier. Um, and that is, I think it's 350 a month. And basically, we think the value of that is being to have access to our live special on Christmas. Yeah. And it because basically just it helps, it helps keep the podcast afloat. It helps support us for our legal battles. Um, yeah. Please I love the way I go with the whole happy up. Christmas special that we're going to be doing. That's going to be live that people who are on Patreon can come see. And you go down the whole fucking legal route. Please give us money. We're suffering. Well, well yeah, we've got a lot of people after us. Uh, you know, we make enemies every week. And also, we, we do need to please the tax man. We do. We do. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh, that was that episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you on Patreon very soon. The next week, uh, next week's episode or next episode in this series. I'll just get out for you now, guys because I'm so well prepared. So next... Oh, hello, Tom. Oh, no. What is it? Anabolic steroids plus others. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, Let's the next, do it. The next, uh, I think the next episode, calendar-wise, we've got a guest on. Uh, we'll chat with PTs again, so that's always a good bit of fun. Oh, thank uh, I was going to be out of steroids then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just been on some big juice head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good one. Uh, but yeah, the next episode of the supplement series, we'll be talking about the... Uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it. There is one particular study I look forward to bringing up on this, Bill. I've got to say, mm. yeah, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, Bill's going to inject himself live on air. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not doing any more of your shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, I might as well fucking go there. Fucking all the shit I've been consuming recently. Uh, listen, you're you're out of the army uh, next year, so you might as well get jacked, Bill. What are they going to do? Kick you out <laughs> for being jacked? <laughs> <laughs> everyone who's listening to this now is going to think that when it comes to fucking next year I'm just going to be absolutely going crazy on fucking gear nah, steroids are expensive which is why we need the Patreon I wouldn't know Tom me neither don't look like I've ever taken steroids yeah to be fair we don't look like we take them no at all, we do don't we? do we gummies <laughs> plenty of gummies yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> fucking smash gummies yeah a round tree fruit pasta or two <laughs> anyway then pleasure as always guys we'll uh, speak to you again very soon see you next week everyone as always, thanks for listening. Just a final reminder about the launch of our new Patreon page. If you want to get even more from us content-wise and support the running of the podcast at the same time, then consider joining us over at patreon.com slash podcast, where you can choose from three tiers, all offering different value. The entry tier is essentially the price of a cup of coffee once a month, but you get access to loads of great stuff, including live specials, monthly Q&As, access to the Patreon feed with behind-the-scenes content, and access to our private Discord server. Hopefully we'll see you over there soon and be chatting with you as well. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.